Welcome to Cheer High Elves. I'm George Carter. With us today is Gil Adonis. Good evening. Henrietta Tanglefoot. Howdy, howdy. Matilda. Hello again. Tragedy Stiakina. Hey. Graf Bronzebeard. Hey. Kipper. Everyone just calls me Scaly. You can call me Scaly. Scaly. Yep. All right. Here on Dear IELTS, we like to talk about issues that affect the modern adventurer. One of the things that people don't seem to understand enough about is that dungeon-based economics just ain't feasible. You see, we go out there in the world at the behest of the high elves, and they want us to bring back piles of gold, dead bodies, and whatever the hell they want. But who put all that there in the first place? And how do we not die in the process? What's our motivation? I mean, we're gonna die over a couple plus one swords. You think that's worth it? No, no, uh, no, no, no. Just a moment. Mr. Carver, is that the name? Yeah. As an ally of the lesser races, I would just like to say not all high elves. Uh, Hashtag not all high elves. Oh God, here we go. Oh, bless your heart. You know, I, I, I have a kindred love for all shapes and sizes of creatures. It's, well, it's, it's a part of my religion. Now, what could you, what, could, what, what religion could you possibly say that would allow you to love all of Polo's oh, creatures? You have no idea, my, my, my dear little one. I have loved so many of the beautiful creatures of this realm again and again and again. I am a follower of, of the elven goddess Elidonia. Who? Elidonia! Who's Are that? you daft? No, I'm, I'm, I'm scaly. Ah, yes. I can see that. Thank you. It's what my mama gave me. Well, in any case, Elidonia, the elven goddess of, of life. Uh, yeah, of, 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 excuse me. Uh, One moment. Uh, I, oh, I, I don't, I'm I speaking don't mean, here. Uh, perhaps, you didn't, perhaps you didn't notice I was speaking. all over you. Well... Just be more courteous next time, if you would. Uh, in any case, Elidonia, the goddess of life, of nature, and of loving. Oh, no, I've heard of her. She's also the goddess of venereal diseases, right? Well, that goes along with the loving at times, but we have, we have quite potent healing magics. It's, it's part of the loving domain. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to. Yes, well, healing and enhancement. Not to step over you, I'm just going to interject real quick. The way you keep putting the emphasis on loving, are we just... It, it is my domain. When I imagine that you say you love all the creatures, I imagine that you are a friend to the creatures. Oh, no, no, I, I love them. They, they are consensual. I, it, oh, of course. But, it is, consent is, is integral. To the, the sanctity of my my beliefs. You are an unusual high elf. Yes, as you can see, I am I am probably far less racist than any of you. Wait, are you saying you're one of them types that's got like them big old rooms with lots of people in there to just wait to do your sexual bidding? Uh, oh, hair no, no, no. Like them? oh I no! Oh no! About that, Scaly. Oh, I heard all about it from a family with a bunch of my gnomes and my kin. They were talking all about it, you know. Uh, we were all talking about because I, I I like to sing a little bit, 
you know, like uh, I came up with a song that's kind of like that. You know, it goes like, you know, all my exes from Phyrexis. You know that one, right? And uh, I was just thinking that it reminds me of it so much that I can understand where he comes from of all the things that he loves, but he just can't have enough love for just one particular one. But he has all these exes, like from Phyrexis. Yikes. How are you dumb? That was trivial. Oh, are you saying that you're in a polyamorous relationships? I am saying that I love all things. All things in their time. When you're talking about this love thing, run me through how you would love something. Please, do not let make it be graphic. I I suppose that would depend on what it is. Uh, A rock? (laughs) I, I only love sentient beings. What, sentient rock? What about... Yeah. What about I, I have got many sentient weapons. Rock, rock elemental? Oh, well, I suppose that would be possible, yes. I, I've not found one that taken my fancy, but... Uh, now explain that to me. What, what part are you putting... Are you putting something... Something going inside of you? Are you going inside of it? Is it going up inside well, of you? That's that's getting rather personal, isn't it? Yeah, I, just, I was just <laughs> curious. I just wanted to know. Is it like a one-on-one kind of thing, or can you take on like a whole party? Well, oh. I, I suppose won't. that depends on, on the whimsy of the day. Mm. Can you imagine just a rock gangbang just going at it yeah. from all edges? Well, I believe it's called an reason. avalanche at that point in time. Damn, you got me there. Only if it's a bunch of rock gnomes. But uh, as I was saying, I've, I've loved creatures of all shapes and sizes, of all races. Uh, even a goblin once. <laughs> what about a crocus? A, a what now? A crocus. A crocus? Yeah. Do you know that I've ever loved a crocus? Mm, you're missing out. You ever gone skydiving with one? They kind of pick you up with their talons, and you go fly real all up high in the sky, and then you got to try to get one out just before you crash land in the ground, and they pick you right back up. Best orgasm you ever had in your life. I swear to God, if my name wasn't Kipper O'Malley O'Galsey, no, well, but my mom calls me Scaly. Well, Scaly, I will have to add that to the list. I'm so uncomfortable. Well, that's your problem, then. That's fair. There's nothing wrong with loving. That's the problem with the world today. Everyone is afraid of loving. No, that's true. I just uh, want to know when's the last time you washed your hands, though? Because you're putting your hands awfully close to my face. Oh, well, I wash them every day. Awfully sticky. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Wait, have you all never done the magical uh, sexual properties of using Mage Hand? Oh, please tell me you're not going to go into it. I'm just saying, Mage Hand, you're like... You got two hands already, but you got mage hand, which is like a third one. So when you got like two on top, you can get one like right up on under there and hit those spots that you can't normally hit. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be upside down. You could be turning left and right. You could have an approker flying you up in the air and you travel them down, travel them to death. But that one magical like mage hand makes all the difference. That's See, what I'm saying. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Well, yeah, of course I kiss my mother with my mouth. Okay. Don't you kiss your mother on your mouth? No. Okay, all right. We're oh. getting into something else entirely different. Oh, I was going to say, no, you, I, I value the uh, the experience of Mage Hand, but one of the things that I, I have to say is the chill touch is also a refreshing uh, addition to any arsenal. Grease. <laughs> no, I still say... I have to learn what it smells like. There's so many interesting smells here. Please stop sniffing them. Oh my goodness. I like 
he kind of covers it up because he's got those finely manicured fingernails, you know, like my mama does. But he paints his like a turquoise blue while my mama, she loves doing it red. As soon as and I came like, in here, I thought, what's that smell? I thought it was some fishmonger that was nearby. I didn't know it was both of you. Oh, well, you know what? That actually makes me think because it reminds me of my mentor, Sir David Allen Greer, and he used to teach me how to be able to sing like that. I'm like, just like a little song. Like, you want to hear about it? No, Here's it goes. I don't. He's got those weird fingers on his hands. Makes a smell that makes you want to puke. You know what I mean. No, I don't. No, actually, I don't. I didn't. Never heard of my mentor, Sir David Allen Green, who's one of the best parts that's ever been around. Fortunately, I have not. No. Well, I'm quite insulted. I'll have you know as a high elf, I do not have body odor. Right, but your fingers do, apparently. Oh, no, I keep them quite clean. Not the way it smells. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe it's that amp- avalanche that you were just in before. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might just be immune to it at this point. You know how, like, I, I am insulted taking into question my hygiene habits. This is not why I came here, George. My mama calls it so. I don't have to take this. It's a priest of Eridonia. You know, An arc ranger of the Forest of Long Shadows. You know, for someone, I am accustomed to better treatment than this. For someone who says he loves something so much, apparently you ain't loving this. George, you and I will have words later. For now, well, carry on with this little farce. Well, well you know what they say, don't let the door hit you where the good Eladonia spilt you. <laughs> That's ah. true. I have heard that. Say yeah. uh, in the green room. Right, so I thought we were supposed to be talking about dungeon economics before yeah, our, yeah. our high elf friend over here went on a tantrum and slammed the door. And oh, I got a problem with the, 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 this dungeon prop thing. Why are you reading my ancestors' tombs? This is a problem. You come through looking for our family heirlooms. You're looking for, through our dead bodies. Who do you think put them down there? Why do you think they're down there? They're undead. They're walking around killing people, Graf, you see. No, just leave them be. They would stay in their tombs if you let them. Dungeons don't come out of nowhere. Dungeons have to have treasure from somewhere. No, and, and you know what you were talking about earlier with the hills and the spring homes in the mountains? Why do you think they want our cairns cleaned out? So they can put their fancy fancy little gentrified homes in them. No, those are our graveyards! I saw a high elf town at home kingdom, like on top of a dwarf cairn. You tell me where it's at, because uh, I would probably want to burn it. Oh wait, don't, don't, calm down. Alright, sorry brother. It'll be fine, we'll take care of it. No, is this the uh, dwarven bloodlust that y'all be talking about? I- I'm seeing all all teeth. There right is here. no bloodlust here. No bloodlust. No bloodlust. Tell me, if somebody came around and desecrated your grandfather's tomb, do you think you wouldn't be angry? Well, seeing is that my grandfather's still alive, I don't see the thing. Great, 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 great grandpappy. Well, he did just die the other day. Um, How many greats do you have? Oh, we're all great. Fair enough. Do you have any plans for these bodies? I mean, you're not doing anything with them. So, I mean, like, what do you really need them for? You know what I mean? All right, are you insinuating here for a second that you don't have some way that you take care of your dead, dispose of them in a nice and proper manner, whether they can have a nice burial or, in our case, entombment under a mountain? No, no, we just consume them after death and then we keep their bones. 
Um, no, we don't have tombs. It's kind of a mess. Okay. Was not prepared for that. We also kind of get our dead too. I mean, you know, back when I was an elf, my people. Uh, uh, that brings up another good question. Uh, uh, why? Uh, you, the, the tusk. Uh, uh, you're looking a little orcish today. The tusks are kind of new and weird. Uh, you see, I got killed the other day, and you know the spell resurrection, how it don't always bring you back the way that you want to be, but rather how you were intended to be? It seems as though, deep, deep down, inside, I was more to call out. Too much chipotle. I, I do love me some chipotle. Well, I think it's great that you are your authentic self, and that you've truly accepted who you've been the entire time. I welcome you in your new form. Welcome. Coming out, darling. I, I appreciate that, tragedy. And I think those uh, two things uh, coming out of your jaws are, I think it's lovely. I mean, it's horrific, yeah. But also just beautiful. I think if we put some more glitter on top of it, though, it would make it a little bit more appetizing for me. I, I wouldn't be too opposed to maybe some alignment, maybe, maybe less chaotic and more... <laughs> Lawful alignments might be right up your alley when it comes to your teeth. Yeah, one is definitely more in the setting sun, and the other one's more along the rising sun. Well, but yeah, I don't know which tusk to look at. You know, I, I, I mean, you could look at me in the eyes. That that's what. Oh, that defeats the purpose. His eyes are up there. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's just so distracting though. But I do know a good cleric dentist who might be able to help you with that. No one I'm telling you, your tusks are pretty. And I wish I had them just like my ancestors. You know, because I was just thinking about something as uh, Mr. Bronzebeard was talking about, about how people were going into, you know, his his people's uh, uh, caves, as you said it was, right? Caverns. Caverns, right. Um, Caverns. Now, if I, if I remember correctly, your, your people got all of its, uh, its wealth and treasure and all that on its own, right? It didn't seem to possibly go on. Raiding parties to other, you know, creatures, dens. Ancestrally, my people. And possibly uh, take out, like, my ancestors, uh, you know, red and green and silver dragons, and then kill them and take their treasure back home and put their heads up on parades and take their skin and turn it into armor and take their lands and escape, give it off to other escape, people. Escape, escape. I'm going to bring you down maybe two notches before you start going all dragonborn on us? I'm just saying, like, you know, one hand seems to be washing the other when it comes around here. Just just right now, I came up with a song that'd be coming around, you know? Okay. Calling it, the Favorin' Roads take me home to the place where I belong. Castle Darkhold, Cryptomancipenia, Take me home, firing roads. Like, that is an analogy of what you've done to my ancestors and how you, how dare you take that upon your own ancestors to go and take that pay. So, yes, now, I'm, I'm a little bit confused here. I, I, I thought you were a gnome. No, I, I'm, I'm dragonborn and I was raised by gnomes because my parents abandoned me. The gnomes kind of picked me up because I could, I could lift, I can lift a lot of heavy things. 
Identify as a gnome, sir. He's, he passes. He passes. It's Don't put your judgment on me. I'm just trying to be... I'm just a dragonborn gnome trying to make his way in the world as a bard. You know, if you, in the right light, complete darkness, you could possibly pass for a gnome. But seeing you as you are in this skin, um, I, I do declare, I've never seen a scaly gnome before. Well, that's why well, I'm not scaly. See? Now you admit, a scaly gnome. One that's about seven foot tall. That's why my mama calls me scaly. I thought that was because of the soap issue. What? Because because uh, the soap caused me to have scales. I, I mean, I, I would be honest with myself, soap. sir. Can you be honest with yourself and really think of yourself as a dwarf? Yes. Because you got a really short beard for a dwarf, if you don't mind me saying. That's insensitive. I'm just saying, sir. I, I got into a fight with a pyromancer about two weeks back. I lost half of it. I'm still recovering. Why'd you got to bring that up? It's a sensitive oh, subject. Oh, oh, my. Look at him. It's a mess. He is. He, he is. He is crying like a high elf. I, I, can, I, I can admit that. Cry any race you are. Yeah, but when I cry, I cry tears of, of, of fire. So... Does it hurt? Yeah, probably get that. Not really, because I got the scaly skin. Like my right. mama calls me scaly. Oh god. Yeah, you probably should get that checked out. Even if you are what, gold or red background? Which one? I don't see color. I have never been so envious of the dead before. Well, apparently there's plenty of them in uh dwarf tombs if you want to join them. And their caverns. Yeah, I said we go raid them and check it out. Alright, what did we just talk about? We- Leave I'm not them in the resting places. I'm just trying to get back to the, the stuff that you took away from my ancestors. It's called reconstitution. I don't really think dragons have never really made swords or made gold. They always raided the gold from the people that made gold. They didn't raid them. They got their they got taxes because they gave out land for people to live on, and people paid back in taxes. I mean, if we really think about it, if you owning that land, you gotta buy it from the dragon, and that is our ancestral land. And how did the dragon have that land, huh? Through strength of draconic force. They call draconic laws for a reason. Uh, but, uh, moving on. I think yeah. our high elf friend had a little bit of a thing for you. Uh, you know, he may have his king. I am not a king, madame. Mm. Uh, you know, as, as luxurious as your fur would be, and for me to run my fingers through it, I would, I, except your belly, I wouldn't touch your belly. First of all, do you know how many times I go through with people coming up to me and touching my belly? Do you? Do you, do you know how many times people come up and just start scratching on Oh, if you look this like that, maybe people be less prone to want to touch you. Oh, wow. Excuse oh, me, she can, she can wear whatever she wants. It is not her problem that you Dwarves cannot keep your hands I, to yourself. I'm talking about all the I'm just saying maybe she dressed a little bit more. I was just declaring my my desire to, not that I was actually going to. I said as much as I would love to, I'd never touch your belly. Because I understand the Tabaxi uh, code of etiquette. Like you, you were going to come in here and step all over us, telling how she is improperly dressed. You with your short beard. Right, it got burnt off for the last time. It's not my fault. You know, I'll just say that you really hit a new low now. You know, reminds me. I'm only so tall. I'm weak. I can't hit any higher. It reminds me of a song that my my mentor David Allen Greer, Sue David Allen Greer, taught me. Who was it? I got dwarves in low places where the ale grinds. 
In the spider chases. Right, no. I don't know about you, but uh, plundering his ancestral lands, uh, we, were, we were talking about earlier, right? Right, yeah, you were plundering my lands. I'm much plundering this conversation. Again, here, I, here to, to find races of uh, beings at each other's throat about problems between the historical fictions that we have created for ourselves, but yet we are not talking about the high elves' issues of taxation. Uh, I, whenever I, I try my best not to uh, delve down, but there has been a few times I have lowered myself into the dungeons to make ends meet. Uh, especially when it comes down to paying my rent, paying for food. Uh, there has been a few expeditions I've gone down. I will admit it. I've done it myself. But when it comes down to it, the taxation brackets that the uh, the high ills themselves have put into it, not only are they taxing us before we go down there, they tax us when we come back up, and they tax us yet again on products and uh, things that we are trying to buy. It's taxes, taxes, taxes. And you know what's funny? Is uh, I have seen it myself in the Amazon, uh, they have paid zero taxes, and that's where many of the high elves uh, like to reside. Right, now you're on something there because I've noticed it's a big problem. So you go into your dungeon, you raid yourself your plus one sword, and you come back, you sell it. How much do you get? 500 gold if you're lucky, a thousand. What do they sell it for? What do they sell it to the next chap for? Always 2,000 gold. They mark it up so fucking high. You know, my daddy always liked to say, Scaling capitalism is not the best thing to be going out there with. But you know, that's why them dwarves like burying themselves with all that gold, because they don't want to share with anybody else. It's like, you know, you can't take it with you when you go on to the next magical land, wherever you're supposed to go. And you can feed lots of hungry, poor people or them street urchins out there in the field because, you know, you don't really need it when you, when you pass on and you had a wonderful life using all that money to buy such silly riches like dumb old gold statues and so forth. But I mean, you know, you want to take your money with you, that's all right. There's no problem. Why are we using gold? Why, why is gold precious? We got it in the mountains, but no, the high elves, they're not setting the currency. Do you see them making it out of twigs? No, they could be making wood coins just as easily as anything else, and yet we're using gold. Can I interrupt here? I think we completely sailed past your life as a, a sexy performer? Is that what you said? Did you have another life doing different kinds of sexy acts for uh, high elves? Uh, no, no, no. I've seen you I, before. They, I've seen you before. I've seen you in the red light district. That's how I know your face. Uh, it, yes, it, you were it, here in the Black Boom Girl. Yes, I do what remember is, you. You're the one that had that song that went boom, 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 boom. Right? <laughs> That describes a lot of songs. <laughs> but that was Henry, that was the famous Henrietta song. She did the dance to the to the boom 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 when the boom boom boom. I remember because you would do this dance, right? And everybody was just like hypnotized by the rhythmic movements of your body. It was insane. Oh my god, you're a hero, a legend. Yeah, those hips don't lie. Uh, that is because I had Zone of Truth cast upon them. That's a useful spell to cast on hips. Wow, that's that an amazing... Uh, you know what? I have to say that's pretty amazing that you can just shake your hips in that way and you can cause Zone of Truth just to shoot out like that. It's more of a hip thrust when it comes... It is not a proud part of my life. I, I like to pretend... I, I, mm, I would like to say that most of my time was spent 
dungeon delving. Uh, the red light district was something of a very, very young oh, Henry. So that's what they're calling it nowadays? Dungeon delving? Sometimes we've all done things that we're not particularly proud of, like me. At one point, I got commissioned to commit, you know, do a jingle song for this this uh, company that was selling food that was made from Wyverns. And, you know, Wyverns are my cousins. But, uh, you know, we came up with it. I had to come up with the, with the song so I could make some money for it. It's like, you know, you like that Wyvern fried cold air on a Sunday night. You know, we had to come up with a song for that. And honestly, I feel really bad about that because Wyverns are like my cousins. And we pretty, I pretty much sold them being fried up and getting served all the the humanoid types, you know? I think so, that this goes to the point that we've all had to do things in order to survive in this kind of capitalist structure built by the high elves, okay? And the dwarves. All right. And I, I, I really don't understand how you're getting to that conclusion. I really can't understand the words that he's saying. His accent's too thick. I'm just, all right, everybody simmer down. Everybody calm down, okay? We need to get back to the real issues here, which is how are you going to replicate that bum dance? It was incredible. How are you so small, but you get up so high, and then you just spiral I, mean, I know you're trying to polish your water hammer here, but let's get off of the dance. With that being said, I, I, there's been it, it, a failed, I used to have a better dexterity, dexterity save. Uh, I have failed a few in my time, and uh, consequently, uh, I am no longer able to do the boom. I can cast a spell on you. I mean, with with your permission, because the name of the spell is a little bit uh, racist, but it, it is called Cat's Grace. <laughs> okay. First of all, Cat's Grace is a banger. Okay. It's a classic. And I don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. All right, Scaly, come on. You think of a really good song? We're going to have the Boom Boom Princess out on here. Three, two, one. I've got, I've got gnomes. I've got no homes in different areas. Okay, okay, I feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Okay. Loosen it up. Loosen it up. No homes in different area zones. Okay, here we go. Area zones. Now that's what I call Bardic Inspiration 12. Featuring such hits as Favorite Road. Plus 20 Dodge AC. You can't touch this. Good Berry One. Orcish clans ain't nothing to fuck with. Don't want to be a warlock no more. Wear a gorget and protect your neck. No kobolds. Don't speak, because you're in my cone of silence. Don't go chasing centaurs. Straight out of Menzo Baranza. I like big crits, and I cannot lie. Fuck the constabulary. I got dwarves in low places. Every breath you take is because I cast water breathing. Wyvern fry. Rolling in the water deep. I've got notes. Eye of the tiger is the last ingredient for this potion. Now that's what I call Bardic Inspiration 12. Available at Outfitters Everywhere. This episode of Dear High Elves Futures Isabella Price as Tragedy Stiakina. Zach Wilson as Graf Bronzebeard. Evan Christopher as Scaly, Jeremiah Johnson as Gilladonis, Amanda Warhammer Shotwell as Henrietta, Richard Chartrand as Matilda, and Hiromi Koda as George Carver. Produced and edited by Hiromi Koda, with engineering by Richard Chartrand. Theme song remixed from Ice Cold by Audionautics. Now that's what I call Bardic Inspiration 12 background music by Kevin McLeod, originally entitled Sunshine. 
version 2. Dear High Elves is a copyright of Burning Blade Productions. If you like this show and want to hear more, follow us on Facebook and Twitter to be the first to know about upcoming episodes. Also, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That'd be nice.